Welcome to the Kinkist.com podcast, the safest, most comprehensive and educational space for kink, alternative lifestyle dating, connection, and community anywhere on the web. Our goal at Kinkist is to make the experience of connection one of substance and importance in this ever-increasing world of superficial monotony. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head over to kinkus.com to sign up to help us create a community of people dedicated to consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com, where we ask, what are you into? I am your host, The Real McCoy, longtime lifestyler, BDSM practitioner, and educator. Hello, everyone. I am your host, Matthias Omatola, author, intimacy coach, alchemist, teacher of Tantra and cosmic sexuality, practitioner of conscious kink and transformational BDSM. Hello, everyone, and welcome to today's show. We are back at it on the Kinkus podcast. I'm here accompanied by the real McCoy. How's it going, brother? Very, very good, Matthias. Thank you. How are you doing today? It sounds like you're coming in from a from a bathroom. You're coming in from a tunnel. Oh man, I'm uh maybe. Does don't shame me. Don't shame me. That's fine. I can I can be in the bathroom if I want. Um today we are talking about uh today's topic is shame, dealing with shame, breaking free from the chains of shame. And this is a really, really big emotion here. This is one of the the hardest motions that we have to process as human beings. So we're going to be diving into how to approach it and how to work with it in the space of kink. Yeah, you said it. I mean, it's, it's what we experience every day as we delve into either tipping, tipping our toes into kink or just experiencing something that we, we haven't experienced yet. We may be seasoned veterans in kink and we, we're trying to experience something else, but we feel shame at the taboo-ness of it or the, 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 um, what society judgment puts on it. So um, shame is definitely the biggest thing that we have to deal with um, when we do our, our kink explorations and, and start our journeys and continue our journeys. So we put together a, a list of, you know, five affirmations that you can give yourself just to kind of help deal and battle the, the shame that comes with the kink exploration. Yeah. And to start it all off, and uh, this should go without saying, but if you're new here and you're just listening to us for the first time, if you haven't gone back, definitely check out our earlier podcast. But everything that we do here, we're only promoting activities that are legal where all participants can legally consent. So uh, everything else, any other suggestions that we're making here, just make sure that you understand the context for this is all within, you know, legal and you have to be aware of what's legal in your area and everything else. But that's, that's the standard disclaimer. Um, before we dive into this first one, which is, um, there's nothing wrong with you. So when you're dealing with shame and you think that, uh, you're in a space where there's something wrong with you or you're broken. You know, there's a lot of different things that we have to deal with as people psychologically. So there might be some challenges in that area, but not to think that you're actually broken and it can't get better, that there's, there's, you know, it might just be a matter of figuring things out that allow you to progress 
and to start feeling better. But shame is going to do that. It's going to feel like you're isolated. It's going to feel like you're all alone in the world, that you're broken, that there's something fundamentally wrong and you're excluded from people. So that's one thing just to be aware of how it's actually configured. So if you're acting, once again, ethically and legally within your area, um, you shouldn't have to feel that so much. You just have to know that you're working it out and the feeling's going to be there until you process it. But you, there's nothing wrong with you. It's just something that has to kind of be figured out and integrated into you. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's, it takes a little bit of time and effort and work to remind yourself that, hey, there's nothing wrong with me. There's, there's, this is, this is not wrong. I'm not doing anything illegal. I'm not doing anything unethical. So this is just something that society puts a judgment on. I don't have to judge myself just because society does. Yeah. And it can come from a lot of places, you know, growing up, um, depending on where you are, it could come from religion. It could come from the community that you're in. It could come from peers and you, you could be something unique. So depending on what cultures you've actually adopted will determine what are your shames, right? So yeah. if you're, you're born in a place that there is a, a lot of, you know, um, self-expression, then you might not feel so constrained, but depending on what it is, there's different things. You might get shamed someplace in uh, the U.S. for something where someplace else it's revered. So don't think that it's like a universal, this is just shamed everywhere. Or it could be within a certain community that certain things are very shameful. But right outside of that community, those things are, are really appreciated or, you know, they're just okay. So just understand there's a lot that goes into this, but your world might only be as big as your experience right now. So that's why it might feel really heavy and feel like you might be broken. So just keep that in mind that somewhere else, someone could be giving you a pat on the back or, you know, be smiling at you instead of turning away cringing. So, <laughs> yeah. So next one, the next affirmation that we want you to kind of remind and tell yourself is it doesn't matter how weird it is. Okay. It's the, the, the weirder, the better sometimes, you know, it's, it's okay to be weird in the kink community. It's okay to um, think of crazy outlandish things to do. Like we said, as long as they're, as long as they're legal, but, uh, it, it, it does, it really doesn't matter. Try it. You know, you want to put on a wig, you want to, you know, you want to, uh, dress up as a nun and, and, and spank a priest. Um, as long as it's consensual, there's nothing, nothing weird about it. People, people in the kink community kind of accept that. And that's what I, I love about the communities that they're so accepting of whatever, society deems as weird yeah and a good thing to know about that is it doesn't matter because it's a self-expression think of it and more like a play that you're putting on once again we're we're in a society where we're interacting with other people so there are certain things and societal norms that we need to go about our day-to-day -day, you know in and that's completely fine that is our social contract with each other to make sure that we're you know, legal law-abiding citizens and everything functions so we can survive. But aside from that, when you go into the kink space, think of it as you're going on, you're uh, playing a role, you're able to express yourself fully in whatever character it is. It could be silly, it could be outlandish, it could be out of this world, it could be alien. It doesn't even have to be human. You know, you can, you yeah. can allow yourself to go into these spaces and put on that play. So think of it as you're stepping onto a stage and you have the permission to come to life with whatever character that you are or characteristics within yourself, 
And it's okay because you have it contained in that space. It's not for the rest of society. It's only for you and your partners and whoever you're playing with in that space. So it's okay to be weird. You're just playing. It's yeah. fine. You can play make-believe. It's okay. Yep. Don't, don't let anybody yuck your yum ever. Yeah. So you want to do the next one here? Bo? Sure. And that one is uh, I'm not the only one. So that's, that's a big one when you're dealing with shame because shame help makes you feel isolated. So the idea is that maybe I'm the only, am I the only person that thinks like this? That might be going through your head when you're, you're feeling shame, like everybody else in this group does it this way. But I, I just, I, I'm not with that. I want to do it this way. I want to try that. So that's one thing that can really make you feel, you know, isolated. But as soon as you get into the kink world and you find out how big it is and how many people are having shared fantasies of some very bizarre things or want to try some things with each other, you'll be surprised and you'll start feeling more relaxed. And that's the big thing that we're about here, kink, is, is finding people that you connect with so you can consensually explore these places. And it doesn't come out in a abusive way where a lot of people who don't approach this in a healthy manner and it comes out and it destroys their life in some way, or they end up hurting somebody else because they can't consensually go about it. So when you're not alone, you can match up with other people who are into your kink and have a lot more fun. Absolutely. Yeah. I want to add something here that I think uh, dropped off the notes here. And that's, um, you don't have to be out. You don't have to be open to expressing your kinks in public you don't have to be open to telling anybody about your kinks so your your level of how far you are out of say the closet when it comes to your kinks is completely up to you so that's one another affirmation i want to add to this list is your your level of out is up to completely up to you not anyone else how much you share about your kinky life is completely up to you and don't be don't don't feel like you have to gauge yourself by somebody else who's completely open and can tell everybody in their life about this. Maybe maybe you're not. Don't judge yourself about it. You have your level, everybody else has theirs. And that's the same thing in, when it comes to any kink in the community. You have your level and everybody else has theirs. Yeah, and to build off of that and, and know the term we don't want to yuck your yum. You know, that's that's one of the terms that we use in here. But another thing is you don't actually have to like everything either. You're, you can actually dislike stuff. What we just look for in the King community is being accepting of each other's differences and not persecuting or abusing or trying to diminish someone or casting shame on them for being into something that you're not. It's a very diverse world of imagination, of self-exploration, of pleasure, of excitement. So you think about it, someone really might like hide and go seek. Someone might like tag, you know, whatever their game is. You'll be like, Oh, all those people who like hide and go seek, they're a bunch of losers. They're weirdos. Like who wants to hide? That's bizarre. Like you don't have to get into it. You can just play your game. They can play theirs and you can not like it. But the thing is you don't have to emotionally invest in diminishing anyone nor be diminished yourself. If someone else doesn't like you, be like, hey, you know what? That's not for me. You guys, you know, you do you enjoy yourselves. I have these other things that I love. I can enjoy myself. So just know it can go both ways. Yeah, it's it's real simple. You don't have to like be 
dramatically expressive of, oh, I, I, I would never do that. Or, you know, why are you doing that? That's going to ruin your relationship or whatever. You have to just simply say, I accept it. It's awesome that you guys want to do that, but it's not my kink. That's, you know, we say don't yuck my yum, but there's also a term NMK. It's just not my kink. And it's completely acceptable. Once again, it's all about finding the range. So don't feel like you have to do everything or you're weird or you're being offensive or someone else doing that to you. It's saying, hey, okay, it's not your kink. That's fine. I don't need it. You know, you don't have to go into it. I'm not going to pressure you. And that's what keeps things really consensual that allows us to continue our self-exploration and kink exploration. Well, you take us to another one, brother. Okay, I'll take you to the next one. The next one is number four, and that's uh, it's okay to ask for what you want. It's okay to ask for what you want. And a lot of times we feel we feel shame in this. We feel shame that, you know, maybe we're not worthy to even be asking for what we want. We're not worthy to be given what we want. Um, but it's it's really okay, and it's it's promoted within the King community. We talk about this all the time, communication, communication, communication. We want you to tell us what your desires are. We want you to tell us what your fantasies are. And it, otherwise, we don't know how to facilitate that, um, whether that be on the submissive end or on the dominant end. You can't, you can't have somebody helping you facilitate unless you express what those desires are. Yeah. And understand, too, this is a process. We're just giving you these affirmations to remind you to lean more on the side of communication, not abandoning yourself, isolating yourself, feeling like you're weird, feeling all alone. So these things are a process. Don't don't beat yourself up over it, too, if you feel like you're having a hard time communicating. We've been doing this for years, and I still find myself, depending on if I'm with a new partner, that I have that slight hesitation of, what are they going to think if I, you know, share this side of myself? Have I built up enough trust or do I know them enough to know that they might be okay with this? Or am I going to get that yuck feel, you know? So, and it's just like, it's just human in nature to be aware of other people and not try and create that, that negative, you know, uh, reaction. But it's something that can take some time. And even if you've been in it for years, especially deal with new people and you don't know how, they communicate with their comfort levels, it, it can feel a little bit awkward. So just know that it's okay to ask for what you want and to allow them to respond accordingly and just be okay with it. Yeah. And you can, you can write these things down, these, these simple, you know, five affirmations, the sixth one, if you want to talk about not having to come out of the closet. Um, but you can write these things down and tell yourself every day, you know, it's, it's not a problem. I, I have a little affirmation seat that I put inside my, uh, my medicine cabinet when I open it up every morning to brush my teeth. It's, it's right there. So it's, 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 it's really helpful. So go ahead and write these things down if, they, if you think they're going to help you. Yeah, and I'll take us to the last one on that, and that's I deserve acceptance and respect. And mm-hmm. you, that's a basic human feeling and right to have, and especially within yourself. So it it all starts internally. Once you have that, then it's a lot easier to communicate to the world that way. And then it's a lot easier for other people to accept you. It's it's, some people when I talk to or engage with, and they find out that I'm in the lifestyle, I'm, you know, kink positive in this stuff, uh, you know, but I'm also a very professional person. They're shocked. (laughs) They're like, oh, wow. But I'm, you know, I'm very respectful in that. 
I'm very comfortable within that. And I know I deserve respect and I treat them with respect, whatever they are, whatever religion they're from, whatever their, you know, uh, cultural um, identities are. I'm completely comfortable with them being who they are. And because I'm so comfortable with myself, it doesn't come off as extreme because I'm not pushing them. I'm not trying to influence them into anything else. I can stay within my own space and say, hey, you know what? I just deserve acceptance and respect and I'm starting with myself. I don't, I don't say it from a place of, Hey, I know I'm kind of weird because I'm into this. Like, no, I know I'm weird because I'm into this. <laughs> I, I know it's totally fine. Like, I know it's not for everybody. That's okay. But there are some groups and I get along with them, but I'm not going to push any of that on you. So, so that acceptance and respect also respects their boundaries too. So you're not trying to push something on them. And then from the inside out, you can feel that and then they can also respect you because you're also holding it in respect to them and their boundaries. So that's, that's a, a big thing that um, I found in this space is the more deserving and the more self-respecting I am with myself, with my kinks, with my desires, uh, the more people are able to say, hey, you know what? I really appreciate that you're into that. It's totally not for me. <laughs> I'm not with it. Yeah, but I appreciate how you are with it, and I don't. I don't feel any yeah. pressure or or anything like that. Oh, I'm always grateful for people that um, they want to engage in the conversation. If they end up disagreeing with me, it's it's awesome because I don't know how I think until someone else disagrees with me, and that 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 really puts a firm stance on you knowing how where you think. You don't really quite know until someone takes a stand and disagrees with you. Yeah. The nice thing about it as well is it helps you refine your idea about what you're into. You know, some things might be challenged and you might say, oh, you know what? I might have just been talked or coerced into this a couple of times. That might not be for me. You know, now that we had this discussion, I'm thinking about it. Maybe there were some other things that I was just talked into. Or yeah. you could go back and forth and your position, you're really strong and you're like, you know, no, this is really part of my identity. I'm, I'm just really into this thing, regardless of what you're saying. But, you know, thanks for the argument. But now I feel even stronger about my ideas, values, the, the way that I feel and respect myself. So just know that, you know, communication is, is key, but also from the inside out, knowing that you deserve respect and you, you honor that within yourself and your self-acceptance and you you actually offer that to other people too. So absolutely. That's a big yeah. thing. You project, you project it out and, and you should expect to get it back for sure. And if, you know, if somebody doesn't give you that respect and, and acceptance, you don't have to be in their presence. You can always remove yourself from their presence. Yeah. And the thing too, you don't have to fight against it. You just need to understand with a lot of people, they are not necessarily at the same level of understanding that you are. And it's not necessarily yeah. your job to make them understand. It's your job for you to create a beautiful life for yourself. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's a thing. Yes. <laughs> and, and they're not going to be responsible for that. So they're not going to participate, but you have to do that. And then all starts with that acceptance, that um, res- self-respect, that self-love, and then you can bring that into everything else that you're doing. So to give you guys a rundown and to give everybody a rundown of the things, once again, some affirmations to say to deal with shames is there's nothing wrong with me, right? There's nothing wrong with me is one. And it doesn't matter. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be weird. It doesn't matter how weird it is. And it's something that I'm exploring. And that's all right as well. Number three is I'm not the only one. There's probably at least one, if not several hundreds, if not several thousand or several million people on this planet 
they would probably be interested in what you're interested in exploring. And number four is it's okay to ask for what I want. I can actually communicate this when I'm in a relationship or when I'm approaching a relationship and looking to explore that. It's okay for me to communicate. It's okay for me to want what I want and ask for it clearly. That's another big one. Mm. And number five is I deserve respect and acceptance. I deserve acceptance and respect. And that's starting from the inside out. You don't have to run around and just keep, you know, you're not protesting about it. It's just something that you're looking to embody. And then you had the sixth one, brother. And what was that bonus yeah. one? The sixth one is it doesn't matter how out you are. It doesn't matter how much you talk about it or how much you don't talk about it. It's completely up to you. Yeah. You don't have to be on a megaphone about it or you could, you know, but you can, or you can find it in social situations in one place. It's really easy to talk to a certain group of people about it and another group, you keep it really quiet. And that's another thing to know your audience you know, and, and find, yeah. find out what it is. Some groups might not want to talk about it. Other groups and maybe certain people within that group really are interested and want to dive in. And it's up to you to be able to gauge that and depending on your level of comfort. Yep. So thanks again for joining us on another Kinkist podcast and take these, wrap them all up, find a way to make it all yours and integrate it to help you break free from the chains of shame. And until next time, we would always encourage you to stay kinky, my friends. Stay kinky, my friends. Are you tired of online communities full of ghosts, bots, catfish, and time wasters? Does a community built upon the pillars of consent, education, and radical inclusion interest you? Head on over to kinkus.com to sign up and help us create a community of people dedicated to the consensual play, fun, education, and creativity. Kinkus.com. What are you into?